0: Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the, on the, the biggest, biggest story and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's breaking Boston with Fitzy. The main story of today: quarterback Malik Cunningham. That's right, quarterback Malik Cunningham continues to rep at the position, and today he got significant, significant reps there uh, just behind Mac Jones. He was with uh, some of that starting group, both in traditional settings and on the goal line. So the former Louisville Cardinal uh, seems to continue to push the envelope and uh, try and make his way into New England's quarterback room. Uh, He played very well Thursday. Obviously, we know that Uh, weren't wasn't really sure how that would translate to practice, uh, but it certainly did because again, they gave him a real opportunity today. Part of the Patriots post-game practice six rings podcast delivered by our very own WEI.com Patriots beat writer Mike Cadlick, following the Patriots fan-free Sunday, August 13th, 2023 practice. And that feeds into the only true buzz right now going on in the wide world of Boston sports, Malik Mania. That's right. Malik Cunningham. Unique Malik. Malik the QB freak. I wouldn't say is necessarily setting the Patriots or football or Boston sports world on fire. But his electrifying fourth quarter play, the only buzzworthy moment from the Patriots, otherwise murky, uh, if you will. Sort of dismal, kind of mirrored the weather last Thursday evening. Preseason loss. If it's really a loss it is but i mean i mean does anyone really win in the preseason i guess if everyone stays healthy and people earn jobs they do but it's malik mania that helps us open breaking boston for monday august 14th 2023 your old pal nick fitzy stevens from weei and the six rings and football things podcast here with you we thank mike catholic for his excellent work on the coverage as well as delivering the news that malik cunningham took significant reps Significant snaps, if you will, Sunday at quarterback. Uh, This, of course, corroborated by one and many other beat writers as well, uh, talking about the fact that Cunningham uh, took reps at quarterback and then went back and did some positional work at wide receiver as well. What this means is, I don't know if he's going to make the team as a wide receiver. I don't know if they're going to qualify him as a special teamer. Maybe he makes it at quarterback. I think we can all agree right now that ending the Trace McSorley experiment, I mean, you have to carry 90 players, but at this point, Trace McSorley is a camp arm. He is a training camp arm at best. I think I'd rather the Patriots sign another couple of USFL running backs, offensive tackles, or anybody at this point for a workout, as opposed to giving Trace McSorley any meaningful reps at practice in the joint practices this week, and of course, the final two preseason games. Reminder, the Patriots this week are going into Green Bay, flying out to Lambeau Field for joint practices with Matt LaFleur's Green Bay Packers. A team, by the way, that had quite an interesting, if not dare I say, electrifying preseason opener. They put up several points against uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Packers will make for a, I think, a fun team to test the metal and test the progress of the Patriots this week. Uh, They have so they fly out on Tuesday this week and then they have the joint practices Wednesday and Thursday little day off Friday freshen up Saturday night 815 from the original title town that's going to be a fun one but our eyes are on Malik Cunningham this week Malik Cunningham what will the Patriots do with this guy because like I said like the weather was lousy last week if there were 40,000 people at Gillette Stadium I'd be, I'd be stunned. I don't care what number they delivered as far as tonight's attendance fans was blank 1,000 people. Because whatever it was, it was way less than that. The weather stunk. The first three quarters of football, as far as uh, uh, the Patriots and for Pats fans goes, kind of stunk. Not until Cunningham obviously came in in the fourth quarter. Did anyone wake up? Was there a spark, some juice, some action, a little buzz, a little zhuzh going on in the field? There was nothing. But when Cunningham came in, things got different. This guy is a talent. As Lamar Jackson posted to Instagram, he should be QB1. All right. I wrote up a piece uh, last Friday for WEEI.com about managing managing Malik mania. Uh, uh, Sort of trying to remind everyone to temper expectations, pump the brakes. It is preseason. Yes, the kid has athleticism out the wazoo and then some... Yes, he obviously had quite the college career, but there must be a reason why he went completely undrafted as people want to try to make the comps. We got the new Lamai Jackson. We got Lamai Jackson 2.0. Belichick playing chess when everyone else is drafting on checkers again because, look, he he was undrafted. Yes, the Patriots obviously gave him $200,000 as an undrafted free agent, the most they've ever given an undrafted free agent before for a reason because they figured, my guess, is that they figured his his athleticism and his dynamic playability, his escapability, that elusiveness that we saw on both his Louisville College highlights and last Thursday night as he scored the lone Patriots touchdown showcases just how dynamic and and how electric this guy can be. But what to do with him? Where to put him? Where would the Patriots possibly play Malik Cunningham? I can't see. And I know that everybody who put out a post preseason game one Patriots roster projection last week from uh, our own Mike Cadlick, Phil Perry at NBCSportsBoston.com, Patriots.com and beyond. Everyone has Malik Cunningham making it, and understandably so. I don't see a world where Malik Cunningham doesn't make the Patriots roster at this point for a, a multitude of reasons. First, there's the aforementioned buzz of him being the only worthy note, I mean, no one's No one nationally is talking about the fact that the Patriots offensive line is still kind of a mess. We are talking about it locally because mm -hmm, the Patriots offensive line is still kind of a mess. No one nationally is really talking about Bailey Zappi coming in and not being able to do much because, well, it's not that sexy a topic, number one. And number two, the Patriots offensive line is still a bit of a mess. They played next to absolutely no starters whatsoever save for Jalen Mills, who, by the way, his job should be secure at this point now because they need both depth at cornerback and I think he could make a fine contribution or rather a fine addition to the free safety position following the retirement of Devin McCourty as well. But there were really no starters out there last week. That was just like second, third and fourth teamers and that's exactly what Malik Cunningham scored against as well. Don't forget the one gentle reminder in addition to the fact in addition to the fact that yes, a lot, you know, he he flashed. Yes, there was the the excitement of all of his plays. He scored against third and fourth stringers. And it was not just third and fourth stringers, it was the Houston Texans third and fourth stringers. The Texans, by and large, this year will be one of those competitive stink stinky competitive, if you will. You can call them sneaky competitive. They'll they'll kind of stink this year. The roster still needs some work. They'll be in some games. D'Amico Ryan's first year coach, obviously a great player, great defensive coordinator with the San Francisco 49ers. They'll be competitive. They'll make some games fun. They'll pull out a couple of sneaky dubs on the season. But by by no stretch, are they going to be great shakes this season? So whatever they trotted out for a third and fourth string squad, by the time Malik Cunningham got in, like most people should be able to scamper up the middle for 20, you know, run, run, run like a heat-seeking dart or like, you know, run like a drone and, and be able to make those plays. But this Patriots team right now doesn't have any other buzz it has no other excitement no one's talking about like ooh, I can't wait to see you know what Juju everyone thinks Ramondre Stevenson is going to be a fantasy stud a workhorse and be the centerpiece of the offense and they should and he will although running back depth also is a little bit of an issue but we'll get into that on a later date no one's really talking nationally like oh is this going to be a bounce back year for Kendrick Bourne Ooh, I wonder if Juju Smith-Schuster can really be a wide receiver one hey Hunter Henry looks like he slimmed down a little bit maybe he's going to be fantasy relevant in a you know, top 10 tight end this year. These may all become valuable, valid talking points nationally and especially locally as the season progresses, but there's just nothing sexy about it, any of it whatsoever. And I know sex appeal is not what's going to win football games. Sex appeal is not what's going to, you know, generate great competition for player positions 51 and 52 and 53. Sex appeal is not going to go to Jet Life Stadium week three and challenge the vaunted New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to defend the turf week one against the Philadelphia Eagles or you know week two on Sunday Night Football when the Miami Dolphins come to town. No, it's not. However, considering that you know, it's a product, it's entertainment, we need to be entertained, they need to sell jerseys, they need to fill seats, they need to generate headlines, they need that buzz, Malik Cunningham, in addition to representing that buzz, also potentially represents dynamic playmaking ability on the field, like a legitimate threat, whether they can dial up some packages for him as sort of a uh, Cordell Stewart-type slash quarterback running option, whatever. Maybe they sneak him in at wide receiver and run a play where there's an option, and then he can fake the throw and run, or maybe he can fake the run and throw. Who knows? Who knows? That's why having somebody as creative and intelligent as Bill O'Brien back is a huge asset for the Patriots because I imagine if there's anyone who can figure out something to do with Malik Cunningham as opposed to just entering the season with two quarterbacks or holding on to some sort of third stringer like Trace McSorley, I can't even, I can't even. I just couldn't even finish the sentence. There's just no way in Hades, Holden, or Haverhill that Trace McSorley makes this football team. But letting go of Malik Cunningham, I mean... How many teams would line up to try to figure out a way to do something with this guy? I can't tell you exactly. I would say it's probably more than a couple, probably more than a handful, probably a dozen. Somebody would find a way to use this guy. Uh, The Patriots will be faced with an interesting decision when it comes to him because, you know, would they keep him active for game days? Uh, Our old pal Alex Barth over at 98.5 The Sports Hub, who used to do a podcast with our Mike Cadlick had this idea of making Bailey Zappi the emergency quarterback, because now, of course, following that god-awful NFC championship where the 49ers went through about 19 different quarterbacks, had no one in there, and, of course, had to have uh, Christian McCaffrey running plays in the fourth quarter, and then we learned that the emergency plan was to, if they won that game, was to sign Phillip Rivers out of retirement. That would have been phenomenal theater. However, it didn't happen, and the Eagles and the Chiefs did give us a quality Super Bowl, but anyway... The emergency plan now is that you can, you can have three quarterbacks active on game day. The third one can be the emergency quarterback who only gets to play if the first two get hurt, and it doesn't count against your 53-man roster. His idea was, well, if you keep Cunningham because of his physical gifts, his ability, et cetera, you make him the backup quarterback. Uh, obviously, Mac Jones would be your starter. We'll get to Matt, the Mac Jones not being the starter. Oh, my God, I can't even imagine. So then Malik is QB two, Zappi's QB three, Mac gets hurt, Cunningham goes in, oh no, he's, oh jeepers, oh, what happened? Oh no, he, he he's hurt now. And then Zappi could come in if you really believe Zappi is a much better option at quarterback than Malik Cunningham is. But that would allow you to put Malik Cunningham in the game in terms of just trying to find ways to involve him in different packages, getting the ball in his hands, if he ultimately becomes not only a member of the roster, but some sort of asset the Patriots can figure out a way to use. That was an interesting theory, and it just sort of like bears tucking away in the back of your mind for uh, what purpose it may serve, if and when. And yes, I do believe he's going to make the roster. He's the talking point this week. I'll be discussing Malik Cunningham tonight when John Lyons and I host the Rich Keefe Show from 6 to 10. I'm sure at any point if you tune in today through all the day parts from the Greg Hill Show to middays with... Christian Fourier and Andy Hart filling in for Andy Gresham. Of course, the afternoon show, Jones, Mego, Arcand, etc. They're going to be talking about Malik Cunningham because otherwise, do you want to get lost in the weeds of uh, who's going to make the defensive line? Who could be the big surprise cut over there? Christian Gonzalez, worth discussing. He had a good practice on Sunday. He picked off Mac Jones and Juju Smith-Schuster said he got the best of him and he did a good job. These things happen. That's great. Looking forward to seeing Marte Mapu. This guy's a heat-seeking missile. He could play three, if not four positions on defense. The Pats defense is obviously going to be between the two sides in our estimation right now, the strength of this team this season, and they're going to need it considering how supercharged and turbocharged and just juiced up the AFC East is, let alone the entirety of the AFC and whoa, but a schedule and whoa, my gosh, so many good quarterbacks. Yeah, the defense is going to have to carry this team, but someone is going to have to pop on offense. Someone is going to... Like, if the Patriots have a creative, a scheme people open, uh, poise and intelligence, Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones trying to outthink everyone type of offense, it will likely keep them in games. It will likely allow them to score, score points enough, drive the field, hopefully hold the ball, not gas out the Patriots' defense, which should not be on the field as often as it was last year. Last year, the Patriots, worst in the red zone, not enough time of possession. Obviously, just offensive inefficiencies, up, down, and all over everything. But that's the past. The past is now we, we've, re, we've reviewed all of that. Now it, we're focused squarely on what they're going to do this season. They have to continue to work on the offensive line. They've got to figure out what they're going to do in terms of the run, backup running back situation. And I still think they should spend some money, add a Zeke or add someone else. Apparently, we heard that they're out on Dalvin Cook. Amazing, by the way, Dalvin Cook, still unsigned still unsigned. Guy was like a first round pick last year in fantasy football. Now he's completely unsigned. I can't, I just can't see how and why this guy hasn't been picked up by anyone yet. But they need a backup running back. They got to figure out who's going to make the receiver squad. It looks like DeMario Pop Douglas is a shoe-in. Maybe we'll see a little bit more of him in joint practices and then in the Green Bay game Saturday. Then of course next week they go to Nashville, joint practices with old pal Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans D-hop And that's the final preseason game Saturday, August 26th. Malik Cunningham is going to be the one. If if NFL Network is focused on joint practices this week, if anyone flies out reporters to talk to people about so-and-so, Mac Jones may get a little shine. Hopefully we'll see more of him this week than we saw last week. Of course, last week we saw none of him. And that is a little bit of a curious case where in most cities with most teams, starters got a little run this week. the, The true preseason week number one. Mac Jones got none. They must have been trying to protect him against that offensive line, which was ghastly and put Bailey Zappi on the run and uh, on his ass a number of times throughout the first half of that game. Uh, Maybe they'll try to get that. It looks like Cole Strange is trending in the right direction. David Andrews returned on Sunday. Trent Brown hopefully getting healthier. An update on Michael Wenyu sometime soon would be nice, but I'm sure we'll see much more Mac Jones this week and maybe a little bit Saturday night. But Malik Cunningham is going to be the one people are going to want to talk about. People are going to ask questions to Bill Belichick and maybe if there's a Matt Groh avail. He's the one that they're going to try to score interviews with because he was the only exciting element of that game last week. And he becomes a fascinating element as you look forward. What will the Patriots do with this guy? Can he be used as wide receiver? Is he, Does he have any special teams value? Is he le- a legitimate option? For uh, at quarterback, not only as a backup on the team, but like I mentioned before, in some Cordell Stewart style, Taysom Hill slash unique, weird formation, trickeration, could it be a run? Could it be a pass type plays? I would hope so. Because even though it's part of my job to discuss it on the air, on podcasts and more, just as a fan of football, just as someone who wants to go to the field, go go to this game, go to the screen with some entertainment value at hand, I'd like to see this. Because while the Pats will be, as we've said many times on six rings and football things this year, competent and competitive, I need to see something unpredictable and unusual. And that would be Malik Cunningham. I want some flash. I want a little I want some I want some action. And I think Malik Cunningham, and I know you feel and I know many of you feel this way too. No, he's not challenging Mac Jones. No, they're not trading Mac Jones, for God's sakes, for one fourth quarter run against a fourth string Houston Texans defense. No. They need to see if Mac Jones is QB1. Come on now. Come on now. Let's let's just get it together, everybody. Let's just dial it back a little bit. Let's just come back to a little a place that I don't traffic in too often called reality and come to terms with the idea. Mac Jones will be your quarterback this year. You got to see what you have in him. Can he be the long-term answer, et cetera, et cetera. But can... Malik Cunningham make this team. Could he be part of the plans in the future? What is his value to the team? How can he be utilized? These are the questions that will hopefully be answered in addition to many, many, many others along the offensive line, in the secondary, under center, and more over the next couple of weeks. Malik Cunningham, the one to keep the eye on. Uh, Malik, the unique freak. Malik, the touchdown sneak and streak. What will he do this week? What will be the options? Will he continue the positive momentum he built Thursday? Getting more reps Sunday at practice. Of course, the Patriots travel once again Tuesday out to Green Bay. Joint practices Wednesday and Thursday and preseason pretend season game number two Saturday. Make sure you stay tuned to and follow Six Rings and Football Things. We'll have many podcasts this week speaking to some friends from Patriots.com, other media outlets as well out there at the joint practices Breaking things down. Malik Cunningham watch, of course, all week long on WEI, WEI.com, and our socials at Mike Cadillac, at JumboHeart, and at FitzyGFY. And then, of course, next Sunday, we will react post-game to the Patriots versus the Packers. But keep that good eye on Malik Cunningham. It Expectations need to be tempered, but we also need to embrace the idea that we could have a burgeoning storyline, and he could be the story of Patriots camp. And maybe he'll just be a contributor and bring a little excitement back to the old stadium and and the Patriots, where it certainly lacked it during preseason game number one. I know it's preseason, but at the same time, you know what I mean. All right, thanks very much for tuning in to Breaking Boston for Monday, August 14th, 2023 a hot cup of Boston sports, the topic of the day, whatever is freshest and bestest, we'll throw it at you, chop it up and discuss for your nonstop Boston sports fan listening pleasures. Nick Fitzy Stevens here with you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Have a great day. Malik mania is running wild all over you. What you gonna do?